Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. I mean, BravoCon 2022 special edition, special app coming we, at you live. We survived BravoCon 2022. Literally and figuratively. We literally survived it. I have never been to a work conference, but that's exactly what I was expecting from a work conference. Now forever dread going to a work conference. Well, I've been to work conferences and there are no photo ops. and Oh, no, but just the amount of required oh. hours of being yeah doing a, full, a 12-hour day it was a full day of work every day yeah it's not uh it's not an event for the week let me tell you no I mean by day two it was I mean I was pure adrenaline yeah no three. I feel like I'm in dopamine like oh um, yeah maybe that's what's happening yeah yeah it's like I'm imagining this is what people on like molly feel after they've taken it where the next few days they just feel out of like no energy they feel really sad like you I mean, if anything, so I mean there's definitely I mean it felt like I got hit by a truck but I would say <laughs> there isn't that um loss of dopamine like it was like so much stuff that we did and so many cool things that we got to see and have uh interactions with that it left me on like a high and I came in like oh my gosh but it was just like oh back to reality yeah yeah when you're coming yeah no you you definitely you know that level of depression when you're like i'm not gonna shower for three days and like do i really even want to eat because i have to like open and close my jaw for a while (laughs) that's like what happens the couple of days after molly where you're like i mean there you might as well have just killed me it would have been a lot better (laughs) okay and that's why we don't do molly regularly kids (laughs) especially now with fentanyl it was cool 10 years ago but not anymore yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Scary My dog's trying there. to jump up onto the counter to get more treats as if he hasn't been fed <laughs> bacon bits like all fucking day. Okay. Gordon, <laughs> sit down. Yeah, so I mean, I think I may have mentioned this on the pod before, but I had gone to the original BravoCon, so I kind of knew what we were getting ourselves into in the sense of like, yes, you're going to have a million things going on at the same time. You may have to you know sacrifice one thing in order to go to another thing there are going to be long lines Mm -hmm. I think once mentally you accept that then it's a good time but yeah it's a it's jarring in that like it's a lot going on for three days and we have to be like almost on the whole time yeah and we got to, I would say, like 90% of the stuff, if not 100% of the stuff that we want. Well, no, yeah. 90, 90%. Yeah, that one, we'll talk about the one event we did not get to see. Um, so we got to do all of that. And it really, it was a shit ton of waiting in line. Um, but a big, a real way to make that a lot easier is the fact that everybody else is in line with their opinions and their ideas. And it only, and you also have to chatting. like- you also have to be like so polite about like kind of checking the surface of how those conversations go because like it could have gotten real heat like if you're not political about it and by political I mean like kind of staying as you know not taking sides at first and then once you had learned like if opinions are equal or agreeing on either side 
then you can kind of move forward and open up the discussion further. But when you're like, oh, that's your favorite person? Like, fuck right, you. When you find out someone's favorite is Teresa, it's time to back away. Yeah. Slowly. And you're like, disengage. I will Meredith Marks and I will disengage. disengage. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, most of the people we interacted with were like-minded, but we did meet some really interesting people like those pole dancers. Yeah. From Florida. I mean, classic tale of leaving New York to go to Florida and then leaving becoming... Long Island, not even New York. Very true. A prof- not even professional. It's a competitive pole dancing, but you don't make any money. And they were like <laughs> competing internationally with people that are sponsored by their countries on like a border a borderline like Olympic size event, which it like could be recognized as that. But it was just such a bummer. I was like, they could maybe get like sponsorships and stuff. But yeah, it, I mean, they fit the part and it was really fun. And their stories and they, were course, insane. Were huge Teresa fans. So yeah, they fit the part. Out. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It was all adding up. <laughs> we were like, okay, cool. All right. And they were waiting for Kate Chastain, who we also like don't really give a shit. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was we were, for anyone tuning in to hear about Below Deck, we got nothing for Summer you. House out. We have a few Summer House things to mention but yeah but we don't watch i do oh, okay sorry um but i had no interest in going to the panel same with vanderpump like we've watched yeah. every season and half of the most recent season but we had no interest in going same with southern charm i was about to say southern charm was the only other one that we did but we only watched the pilot oh not the pilot the first episode of vanderpump and then we found something out and we were like we don't need to watch the rest of the season well the first episode of last season was james and raquel getting engaged and then you find out in real time they broke up so it's like why am i gonna watch this season knowing the one couple that's together is no longer and we weren't even watching it for the couple it just got boring i mean yeah and then yeah southern charm also equally as boring but they got a lot of love. They got a hell of a lot. I mean, especially Summer House. Well, like I think were... Craig was probably one of the most popular. Craig and Carl were probably the most popular, like, Summer House, Southern Charm people. Oh, 100%. Craig was getting, getting all, so like much love. Stars. Yeah, and Carl was, I mean, marketing his engagement with Lindsay by his side, just both pushing, like, I mean, making as much money as they can from this. So kudos. This and then, is what they got. This and Loverboy. I was about to say. And then and then that's uh, Kyle's the blonde. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So then, no, sorry, Kyle's married. So uh, why do I keep confusing Craig, Kyle, Craig from Southern Charm, Craig Conover, and then Kyle's the blonde with the mullet who was pushing Loverboy. That was the only thing I could respect about him is he was at that booth 24 7 yeah. taking pictures panel, chatting up everyone yeah and then I mean, so that's who's... his job though like he him and carl is like his number. Carl. that's the guy i was confused with the three carl c's is like okay salesman so like the two of them this is what they do every day yeah and they were doing a hell of a lot of it yeah yeah so the way that they set it up was like friday saturday and sunday it was go 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 actually I found out from my friend Carrie who was there that she confirmed with like employees that Sunday was their highest like ticket attendance? sales. Oh yeah. wow. And attendance and stuff. Cause she like walked by and said something about a Saturday event. And they were like, if you think this is bad, get ready for tomorrow. Wow. And she and, it, and that made sense. That actually felt like the busiest. We weren't yeah. expecting that. We were definitely expecting Saturday. Yes. Yeah, Sunday definitely felt like the busiest, but I agree now that you're saying that 
Yeah. That checks was- out. That was interesting. Um, but yeah, they, so Friday was like an absolute shit show. They like didn't have enough security. They didn't have any kind, they had airport uh, like things to like block off paths and like create longer lines, like let things weave out so the lines can get created to be bigger. But like they weren't great about their signage of like the SVIP or VIP wristbands need to go in this area versus the general admission needs to go in this area. Right. And then they didn't have enough physical people just, like, manning the doors. To enforce the different yeah. route. And then they didn't have any of, like, that shanky little blue tape that they put down for day two or three <laughs> on the floor to, like, tell you where to guide the lines and, like, not go and where to go. I mean, it didn't help because they no, used, No, I was like, going to say, I barely even noticed the tape. They used, like, a half-inch tape. That's when you need yeah. to use a two-inch tape. I was like, guys, I mean, there on. were so many things we could have fixed for them, but yeah. I don't want to be like that woman who basically was trying to tell Andy Cohen that the event was terrible and she could work, do a better job. Yeah, that was just odd. Or she was like, I'm just going to provide my services. And it was real, like, because then she had two, a two-parter question on top of that. I was like, lady, like, there's a million people here waiting for questions. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that was, the, I mean, it was really the other people interaction. Um. So they have, they had three stages yeah three major stages where there were panels Mm -hmm. and then and then like three areas with interaction there was bravo land where you could go and take pictures it was like a museum you like go and take interactive museum you could take a bunch of instagram friendly photos which we did Mm -hmm. and some of the bravo liberties did too and those were like cute moments they like went hung out and stuff um and then you could do um the and then they had like other interactive events from sponsors like we got uh, activations yeah Yeah, quote-unquote activations that was funny like a tresemme hair care area do 360 photos uh tresemme farm hair the tresemme area was hilarious because basically it was almost like a dry bar but on the event and on site i mean and the women that were coming out of that looked so jersey that it was like a a great advertisement to not do it but also like so on brand for the people who it was big hair don't care right exactly i mean it it was was right in line with Teresa's wedding yeah and we learned that jake from state farm was actually there we didn't see him but he took pictures with a couple people that we saw probably only there for the celebrities and then walked out because he himself is a celebrity now it's crazy (laughs) he 100 percent was contractually obligated to stay for a certain amount of time and had no it was all like he was all part of his contract i'm sure with state farm yeah i know but i wouldn't be surprised if they purposely had him there for the celebrities so that it would help the brand with the bravo celebrities versus them just posting photos with like i'm sure they timed him coming out when they also knew there were going to be some bravo celebrities there is what i mean Oh, I only saw that he ever had pictures with Shep. I was just I figured he was there for just. Oh the yeah, marketing. no, I saw him with a bunch of other ones too. Gotcha for just like getting people to come over to the State Farm booth, being an all female and gay crowd. <laughs> there were, or sorry, there was twenty straight guys who were there because their wife, wife yeah. or girlfriend. I mean, during a panel, Karamo from Queer Eye tried to shout out the straight guys to help uh, Heather Gay from Utah out. And there was three Cheers. smatterings of applause. <laughs> and Karamo just goes like, he's like, wait, none of you are here? And we're like, 
No Karama. You're at BravoCon. This yeah. isn't Comic-Con. It was nuts. Um, so, yeah. So, we just started out. Yeah. What do we do first on Monday? Oh, Monday we went to. And that was like a real. Friday? Yeah. Sorry. Because I keep thinking today is like every day is like a yeah, Monday. Yeah, we started off the first day. with the panel with the um, producers. producers who have done several different housewives. But specifically in this uh, panel was about about ultimate girls trip and that was definitely the least attended panel that we ever witnessed the whole time but i would say it had some of the best tea because you learned the behind the scenes of what happens on set whether ultimate girls trip or other housewives we got some tea in terms of who takes the longest to get ready phaedra parks phaedra parks dorit was another one um and just kind of like... And is it Leah McSweeney's always on time? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we got a preview of the next Ultimate Girls trip. Um, in Thailand. In Thailand, which looks really fucking good. It looks... And they said it's going to be like Scary Island on steroids. And for... If you're even listening to this this far and being like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Scary yeah, Island. Yeah, like turn off now if you already like... If, if this has already been boring Don't you 13 minutes in. Don't- we need the listens. <laughs> um, but also more celebrities to be mentioned to come. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, there's some non Bravo celebrities to be brought up as well. Um, but yeah, basically, it's the most infamous celebrity vacation uh, probably of all time, but more on Real Housewives of New York. But on specifically on New York of Housewives. New York Housewives. Um, just because Kelly Ben Simone basically has like a psychotic break. <laughs> and never gets the emotional help. She re- completely recovers the moment she steps down off the plane because she had with to go her home <laughs> with her producer. And the producer was like, the producer from this panel didn't say it. I think this is a producer from some other thing that we've gone to. Because I definitely remember them talking about how they thought when they were going home with Kelly from Scary Island that they were checking her into an I instant- told you that from the last. Uh, BravoCon that I went to because yes. there was a producer there that took her home. There you go. Yeah. yeah that's what it because I, I was like it's definitely a producer that had like first and foremost information and then it's going to go back to the classic argument and the producers on this panel were adamant that they edit what they are given and it's the only footage that they're given and then yeah and it, I mean when we talked to Natan afterwards he's like don't they just edit this to make it up and I can understand what he was saying of them, like, cutting things out to make look people look bad or, think, you know, cutting around things. Right. But the... He still said it. Yeah, the producers are like, no, we don't edit them to make them look worse than what they're already giving us. Like, if right. their behavior is bad on camera, it's because their behavior was bad in person. And nine out of ten times, there's potentially even worse stuff on the cutting room floor because they don't have enough time to put in the whole conversation. And, I mean, that's the footage you want to see. And then you also have the the flip of the coin argument where these women continue, or just everybody in general, the castmates continue to say, like, that was, I was edited poorly by the producers right. and it's like until what extent you also have a castmate sitting next to you saying like that's not entirely true right because you did x y and z to me yeah and so i'm gonna go i could see where yeah i mean i could see where the argument lies but somewhere we're in the middle the producers but somewhere in the middle 
Yeah. Yeah. Because if that's their behavior, that's going to be your behavior. Exactly. And Especially... it's not so poorly cut together that you're like getting new uh, adjectives. Yeah, not adjectives, like uh, by syllable. It's not like there you can tell like, hey, right. that person's arm was over here in the next second. Right. You know, it's not done like that. It's just a full on rage ranch that we're catching on camera. And you're on a hot mic. Which, yeah. We experienced that as well. Yeah. And then we'll get into that too. Because that was a panel. Yeah. So that was our first interaction. And then, unfortunately, we tried to get into not one, but two panels after that. Of which they just over or under expected how many and like people... understaffed too because like people were just but also like just didn't understand how many people would want to go to them specifically i'm thinking the beverly hills reunion or uh panel just because all of those people standing basically we were waiting in line like we had done on the previous panel and we're slowly moving and all of a sudden we just see people ignoring the lines and running to the panel yeah because it was some weird thing where like because there are so many more people in general admission that's where you are more in line like airport style right and then they did such a bad job of marking the svip line and the vip line that all the lines started to kind of like tail together and so you weren't sure if you were in general admission which line because also then by the time the lines would get so long you wouldn't even know which line you were standing in for stuff so sometimes you'd be like i thought i was standing in line for the bathroom but you're actually in line for like an event or like vice versa you thought you got in line for the event you're in line for a sandwich and you're like what the hell and to your point it was understaffed and at one there was one area of that panel that didn't have anyone standing so people started running into it because there was no one there checking your badge and as as that happened, everyone used that as a moment to just rush into the room. It was scary. Yeah, it was definitely crazy. If you were not moving with the crowd, you were going to get trampled. Yeah. So it's, you know, people were joking that it, or people not there who had heard the story after were comparing it to Firefest. It was very different. And not even close to what Firefest was. But I imagine that one or two minute fear we had was like what they were having all day. Yeah. And also we got, do we even get confirmation that there was a, something going on in that um, stage before? Because then afterwards they made the rule to clear it out. But I don't even think it was like being used before that. No, it was because someone had said she was in there for six hours. Oh, that woman that we talked to online. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So So that was a big problem. We got in there. We were standing. It was hot as hell. I said to Casey, I don't think we're going to be able to. We're all going to be able to stand here because it's definitely going to be a fire hazard. And then shortly soon after, although honestly not soon enough, some guy, I guess one of the producers of the event, came on and said he'd love to start the panel but he can't until they're back at the you know yeah people even like they they rush the stage more than any other like event they're like when people ran in they like ran to the stage instead of like the seated areas 
And I think a big part of it is because we're in Beverly Hills. We're at the tail end of the show on TV. We're at the reunion. You have two very hated housewives who were there. In fact, Lisa Renna, we didn't get to see it, but we heard about it after. When Lisa Renna came out, everyone was booing her, which I would have loved to have been a part of. And she flipped them off as a result. Yeah. And then she was never heard from at BravoCon again. <laughs> well, we found out later that she was actually there selling her merch, but like a couple of blocks down from Jackson. Yeah, she got, so True Beauty by Lisa Renna was set up shop because she was not invited to participate in the bazaar or didn't get a contract to right. or something. And so, yeah, she went out on her own and, and got a little truck. But then I also... I mean, we never tested it because we just tried to go and find chargers if we could leave and come back. Because you should, theoretically, you have a wristband on. So I wonder if a lot of people were coming, leaving and coming back and like seeing that or just seeing if you it on their left out or yeah. And you couldn't come back in and like that was it. Yeah, but I can't I mean, imagine they did that. But we never even tested the limits. Yeah. I mean, I had no interest in leaving. There was nothing outside the walls that we needed to do. Yeah, exactly. And we'll get to the bazaar later because there was. Plenty of tea to talk about there. Yeah. And then how did we wrap up that Friday? Um, Well, then after having such not success with the panels, we decided to start doing some of the photo ops because the lines were much shorter. So that's when we went to, uh, we met Chanel Ayan from Dubai, who we had a moment with. And she loved us. And we have some great photos showcasing our interaction that makes it look like we're besties. We've been, we've been friends for 40 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. And then I think after that, we did another one, right? Another photo op. Was that one we did? Hmm. Did we go and get food? Or was that before Chanel? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we definitely got food before Beverly Hills. And I was like, I think we need to head over to Beverly Hills because it's going to have a lot of people. And it had way more than we anticipated. Yeah. And then, I I mean, Salt Lake City wasn't Friday. That was Saturday. What? Salt Lake City was Friday. It was Saturday. Yeah, no, that was the only panel that we had. Those were the only panels. But then that's when we did... um, we saw Margaret Josephs. Oh, yeah. Side. So we got and that's like, also when we discovered that people that were coming out from behind the, the curtain with their security, like not even their security, like the job at center, like the event security um, to come out and like walk in the bazaar to like either kind of check out what was going on or go over to like their merch station and see what was happening. Oh, is that when we tried to hang out with Marlo? Yeah, we like got... We went yeah. to go check out like some other merch and we saw Marlo at her station. Yeah. So basically the bazaar, there was like 60 different vendors. I would say 80% of them were actual products that Bravo Lebrity, Bravo Lebrities were selling. And then the other 20% were like random companies. And so a lot of the time, this, the celebrity whose company it was would be behind the station selling this stuff. But a lot, but more often than not, they weren't they weren't there. So it was always a 
gamble in the sense of walking over there to see whether there was going to be any celebrities. Most of the time we went over there was at least one. Yeah. In the beginning, Gigi from Shaws of Sunset was there. Then we got Marlo. But as we were waiting in line to get a photo with her, she actually had to leave. So we snuck. I snuck one in like mm-hmm. very last minute. Andy had also come around the corner at one point too that day. And right. people started freaking out, obviously. And we were right. like, we already know Andy. Yeah, we've we've had it. And I have a really shitty camera. I got some pictures of him, like taking pictures with other people. But I, my camera is not the greatest. Um, yeah, and then... Well, what you haven't said, even though the panel itself sucked, is who you met at the best friends panel that we went Oh, to. that wasn't Friday? That was Saturday? I mean, that was Friday. No, that was Friday. Oh, my God, I'm a mess. Yo, so then we went to the best friends panel of, like, Real Housewives, and that was pretty much garbage because... At- <laughs> The audio was really bad for 90% of these panels where the audience would, like, in that, scream. in that room, though. Yeah, well, in the other ones, they had to bring out mics every time. Um, the only one, you know, if they didn't come out using mics, then they had to be, right. they, you couldn't hear them. And so the audience would be yelling, like, we can't we can hear, hear you, you, we can't hear you, and then be like, one, two, three. You could find the, like, insane type A gay personality. I'm sorry, they're gay, because... Typically, it would be a gay man leading the charge of organizing these women to be like, one, two, three, we <laughs> can't hear you. And, um, and so we're sitting what there and the we're hanging out. Yelling, yelling at the people standing because he couldn't see. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that, guy was my spirit, that guy was my spirit animal. Oh, my God. He was so angry. No, we got to hit these moments, though, because we're already 25 minutes in. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, but then uh, all, like, we hear kind of a little bit of commotion. It's dark. We don't even really see a lot of commotion. We just see a couple people kind of like up and Michelle's like, uh, is that Jerry O'Connell? And I was like, yeah. And only like, nobody's really giving him any attention. He's getting maybe two photos taken. He just goes and sits down at an empty seat in the general admission area next to this woman who doesn't really like next to these few friends, like chat with him for a minute, but they don't really like seem to like register kind of what's happening. And you were like, is that like his publicist? Is that somebody with it? I'm like, no, it's literally just some audience member that he doesn't, he doesn't know these people. And I've been watching him the whole time. And then um, I was like, that's it. I'm going over. Cause they hadn't even started the panel yet. And they kept doing all these, like the same pre packages for five minutes before the panel. And we're like, whatever, we're over this. And so I just go over and I was just like, Hey, Jerry, my name's Casey. I'm a really big uh, sliders fan. And like, I was like, Oh no, I didn't even say that yet. I was just like, do you mind if I take a picture? I would really appreciate it. And he was like, yeah, sure. And then and then when I was, like, taking the picture, I was like, I'm a really big Sliders fan. And he's like, then you should be a Comic-Con. And I was like, no, nah, dude, this is the ticket. <laughs> and and then we just had our little moment. And I was, I mean, there were so many other things to tell him. Like, can't hardly wait. Scream, too. You were my password for four years in middle school. <laughs> like, so many other things. We love Charlie. How's your family? Like, what else is going on? Uh, and But that was just a quick moment. And I didn't really want to bother him or draw, like, that much attention because, it was really surprising, like how he was just, and he was just, else was, and yeah. that he was just sitting like not in the front row, and he sat pretty much for the entire time, and we watched him we, more than we watched the panel. Yeah, we had perfect viewing of him, so yeah. it was just like staring to see what his reaction was, and, and it was, was not no reaction. <laughs> it was such a dad. He was just like staring off into space, but paying attention. <laughs> had one moment where he like giggled to himself about a comment that was made. Yeah. It was and, hilarious. Yeah. And then at like towards the end, I looked over and he was gone and I was like, Oh my God, it's like a ghost. 
Yeah. Now we knew he was going to be there because he was moderating a panel, unfortunately, one that we couldn't go, but had no idea that he would actually be sitting in the audience, let alone not in the front row. Yeah. So then we go to day because, two. Because I mean, Chrissy I would just Teigen was also there, but she was getting the royal treatment. Yeah. And she just said Chrissy Teigen. I spoke over her. Yeah. But yeah, go day two. Oh, yeah. Day two, so we day came two, in with a plan. We started off with Bravo Land. We got all our iconic photos of us flipping the table, throwing the tiki torches, being in the outdoor bathtubs. Um, and then we did our first photo op of the day with Evan and Jackie Goldsnyder. This has got to be the highlight photo op for me. Yeah. I mean, the Manzo boys were great too. Yeah. Yeah. We really did get a lot of Jersey in and not the terrible people too. And thank yeah. God we didn't. But like in terms of interaction, like this was the most on like highlight, high, heightened interaction of, of like going back and forth and like really making some new friends. Yeah. I mean, we started off, I said Shana Tova because I knew they were Jews and, and celebrating the holidays. And Jackie was like, You're Jewish? And I'm like, Yeah, of course. <laughs> Who talks in Hebrew that's not Jewish? Although I didn't say that part. Um, and then Casey went in to interact with Evan and you want to say what happened? Yeah, we both came in a little hard uh, into each other. I kind of like I went to take a step and then I hit the front of his toes and then we both kind of like stopped each other and we kind of like smashed into each other a little bit. And he was such a big, great like bear hug. He's probably like six, one ish. Like, yeah, he's a. Two twenty, like he's in he's in good shape he was like oh, he's, yeah. a, he's a big shoulder boy and so he came in and hugged me and he was like oh you're good and i was just trying to meet him where he was meeting me i always do kind of put on that pressure and so we were giving each other a big old bear hug and he's like oh you're a good hugger and i was like i'm i'm matching up evan this is great and then he was like are you jewish too and i was like no i always try to be like i'm murphy i'm an irish and like and i was like i can always do what you need i can convert <laughs> yeah i think you said no but i'm i'm ready to convert i was here for it and yeah we just had a really fun interaction and and then we went on our, our way any other no they were moment? super friendly i'd say we really lucked out in that all the people we waited in line for were actually really friendly um there was news that people waited in line for Phaedra. She never showed up. People waited in line for uh, Joe and Melissa Gorga. They never showed up. So I would and be Karen like, Huger never showed up. Yeah, she had a headache. But she didn't. She was at her booth pushing her merch. Yeah, so like we lucked out. At, and also, you know, we like people that are somewhat decent. So yeah, should we just hit the other ones that we did while we're on the topic of the thing versus the days yeah sure um the other two uh, we did dolores and frankie of new jersey as well uh and that was um definitely the least elevated of the interactions it was yeah, just like quick photo super quiet yeah but um, they were nice but like yeah if frank yeah. senior was there i think there would have been a lot more excitement yeah, even so, they might have. Everybody just might have been tired at this point. And Frankie Junior had a black eye, but we didn't get into it with him. Yeah, um, and uh, and then the the final one that was the real cap on it all was the Manzos. We were waiting in line for Caroline, uh, Chris, and Albie Junior, and uh, we'd already seen Caroline in another panel, 
and she was looking great and we were super excited and um, this was also right by where other people were coming in and out of the bazaar too and things were kind of wrapping up and so like Sheree walked by like she by Sheree and like the summer house guys and um, stuff like that so you could like get some you could take photos of our with uh, those people walking around um, but then when we got up to take our photo caroline had to be pulled away literally right before we were going yeah to go to her taping of watch what happens live and like she couldn't you know she couldn't wait but then the guys were so great and the boys were like wait is anybody else after us and i was like no you're the last event of the day (laughs) like this is it because i had said to michelle online i was like well, like, if the guys are able to stay on, like, if they don't have to go anywhere, this is the last event. And the security guy was an idiot, and he told us, like, we're up, we're here until 6, and it started at 5, and all photo ops were a half an hour. Right. And then they cut it off at 5.30 because Caroline needed to be somewhere, but that security guy, like, clearly didn't know what the actual schedule was. And so the Manzo boys were like, we don't want to ask any, like, we're not going to leave. Like, we don't have anywhere to go, so if it's okay with you guys in the venue, like, we would like to stay. Like, to, and, at least for the people who have been waiting, which was yeah, really Yeah, and they nice. were like, okay, cool. Yeah, not a problem with us. And they're like, all right, great. And so then they, uh, Caroline was literally, like, walking out. And we stepped up to take pictures. And I was on the other side. Uh, Michelle was in between the boys. And then I was on the other side of Chris because that's all I was caring about. I mean, she was, like, getting with Chris, obviously. Yeah, I said you can sit, stand next to Chris because I know you've been obsessed with him since we saw him on our screens 100 years ago. And I have been. And he has not physically changed at all whatsoever since like, the last time we saw really him died. yeah yeah albie i would say is maybe aged a little bit yeah. but like um where he like isn't as he's still handsome but like 18 year old abby is yeah no, another sight to be seen yeah yeah that i sound like a pedophile <laughs> um and, well, we but, were like 17 18 at the point time so it's allowed no he's so much older than us we were way younger he, I don't know. He would have been like a senior when we were freshmen. Right. But we watched the show when we were not in college. So clearly he was older than 18 and we were older than yeah. 18. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. He, was, he was done with school and we were in school. He was like yeah. trying to go to law school. Yes. Yeah. But anyway. Um, and yeah. So in, great answer. Chris was like, I'm sorry that like my mom had to go. And I was just like, no, dude, you're my guy. I'm here for you. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. That worked out. And I was like, yeah, I really appreciate you guys saying like, thank you so much. And then, because um, Michelle also wanted to ask Caroline where she got her glasses. So, Caroline, if you hear this, let us know. Yeah, I really, she really looked great. Yeah, and then she was, uh, uh, she kind of peeked her head through. And she's like, okay, boys, like, I'll see you later. And we were like, we love you, Caroline. She was like, thank you. And then we went on our way. Yeah, and I guess while we're on the topic of photos, we might as well just talk about the moment of the bazaar when we met Bruce Bozzi, Andy Cohen's best friend, as well as Billy Lord's stepfather, as well as the owner of the Palm Restaurant Group, as well as now the part owner of Mijun. Yeah. Tequila or whatever. We don't even know. If Mujen. M U J E N or M U J A N. We got a free. Uh, we got a free swag. tote. We got a and free. I, and, and a free, like a wa- bottle stopper. stopper. Yep. Yeah. Um, but he, we had seen Bruce had been there. He's pushing it every day. So the first time we walked through the bazaar, we saw Bruce and then we were like, oh, he's doing something. And then this time he was talking to, he, his co-owner is a, you know, a real, he's uh, a word. 
but in a good way because usually it's a I negative mean, she connotation could, she could be on new york housewives the way yeah. she won't stop talking intense energy and then another woman was like um actively trying to find work with them as were we and was <laughs> taking was a lot like of their time and yeah and bruce story. was really great because bruce like had his interaction with that woman and then he was like trying to kind of sh- p- politely shuffle her off because he saw us like patiently waiting to talk to him and so he like made eye contact with us and he was like and we were like yeah yeah, we're just hanging out and then he moved her away and was like thank you like thanks for waiting ladies and we were like no we love you we love like we're so excited to try this and talk yeah, to us, like, i said how i mean we knew about the beverage because andy cohen famously was getting wasted on it on um new year's eve on cnn and i had said to them you know where are you selling this because last time i checked the only place in new york was somewhere in the west village or chelsea and it sounds like it's still the only place in new york to get it yeah it must be hard to get into these liquor stores yeah Yeah. um but we tried a bunch of the different flavors and they're delicious really good they I, I mean, not to be an advertisement, but apparently it's supposed to have no sugar, no carbs and prevent you from having hangovers. So I'm willing to give it a whirl, like more than just a shot or two of it. Yeah. But they were, yeah, they were just handing it off all day. And so I would like run by every once in a while and just grab another couple shots. And then like, just... yeah, because the I wasn't paying like the $15 there. We weren't spending money on drinks. Yeah. Um, and we also like weren't we were trying to stay alive Alert. and awake and um, aware of all of our senses. Okay. But we had a nice, really fantastic chat with Bruce, and then we would stop by a couple more times uh, throughout the next couple of days and like continue that. I mean, I I straight up asked him if he had like a careers page, and and they were they didn't they weren't hiring for now. But I told him I was going to keep an eye out and I want to yeah. get my resume in at the ground floor. And he was like, well, "You guys are so silly." And we're like, "We're serious, no, Bruce. but we're serious." Um. So, yeah, I think that was – oh, wait. So then we got to the panel of all panels, Salt Lake City. Yeah. Now, Salt Lake City was moderated by Karamo from Queer Eye. Probably – I mean, he was a good moderator, but what drama ensued, I don't know if he was ready for. So for those that are familiar with the show – Oh, I don't right, know if we have time to recap anything, Michelle. I was just going to say – the only thing worth knowing is right now you have two sets of friends who are not really friends. In fact, the alliances of the four main women, because Jen Shaw was famously not at the panel, but we'll get into other stuff about her later. Um, they were just constantly going at it. It was literally like watching a reunion, but in real time. And you didn't have Andy Cohen to kind of, stop it so and you know it wasn't edited we were seeing it and karamo even like mentioned that at a point where he was like um like this isn't the way this was supposed to go this is beyond my pay (laughs) he was like you guys need to stop talking about this because i actually need to ask you other questions because we're not getting anywhere but it was a roller coaster of a panel you have lisa barlow saying the same stuff that she's been saying and and then meredith calling out on her like Lisa's not lying about things, but she just exaggerates things and also makes up the events, like how they happen in her head where Meredith is like, no, it's all on camera. Like, this is how it happened. You can turn back to that. Heather was having a tough time. And then it became a little bit of like a self-esteem conversation for Heather. And then. Oh my God. When the audience member. Yeah. When audience questions started to come up and they were like, we love you, Heather. And she's like, you know, she kind of 
trying to be bashful heather and it was like no you be you heather we love you i'm gonna cry again she started was crying. crying when it happened i started to cry it was just like Everybody started a round of uh, audience members started standing up and applauding her and it just continued and she get it was just it was a moment for everybody. Yeah, it was good. It was definitely one of the better uh, panels we went to. Um, another. Well, I guess I don't know. Should we just mention the Jen Shaw thing while we're well, I was going to say, do you want to how it came up at the other panel? Uh, I forgot how it came up. Do you want to? So it was then Ultimate Girls Trip, like the reunion, and Tamara Judge is oh, then come right. back, and then Tamara Judge starts. I think an audience question probably sparked it of something, and then Tamara was like, "Yeah, like um, Jen Shaw showed up at my hotel trying to get like she came into my room, but she was like trying to come to the parties." And she came with a full entourage that included, like, not her glam. It was definitely a psychologist. She said her lawyer, her therapist, and something else. Yeah. And maybe a security person, I think. But she was in, she was going to Tamara's room to get glammed up so she could go to events. And she didn't know Tamara. She was just like, oh, what are we doing here? And then Tamara had her glam team and she had just finished. And Jen goes, oh, good, there's glam in here for me. And Tamara was like, she didn't ask. She just sat down in the chair. And I was like, well, why did your glam team start doing it? Like, that's crazy. So Jen came in, and she's not invited to BravoCon. And Andy confirmed for us at another panel that after Jen changed her plea from not guilty to guilty, that she said that was her ending her contract with Bravo, you know, involuntarily. Yeah, like, that was Bravo cutting the ties. Yeah, and he said, if anything, he would maybe have a sit down with her one on one before she goes to prison. Oh, the other thing you didn't mention is when she met Tamara, she kept telling Tamara she's not going to jail. Oh yeah, which is crazy. That was disturbing. And she was out like there was video of her out with different people from Bravo, like at the quote unquote after parties they had. So it was really weird. And then apparently also a quote of those after parties or just the Gansevoort Hotel, like kind of coming back and forth is like at one point, a bunch of Bravo liberties had left the building and apparently like she came out and she didn't come out of the building. She like came out of the side, walked out with them. So that if any other cameras caught them, it looked like she was with them. And then she would just steer to the right when they went to the left. Yeah, it was really like shocker city vibes. Yeah. Yeah, nuts. That was insane. Um, But yeah. Wait, sorry. I was going to say like then the other amazing panel was the ultimate girls trip. Oh, yeah. I was also going to say Potomac was pretty great. Yes. The fact that some guy basically revealed that Troy Troy basically got up on the mic one and said that he had had sex with uh, Ashley's ex-husband and um, well not quite ex-husband she still has yet to well they're separated, but yeah. yeah um yeah Potomac was also great especially since like it was a known fact across all of the audience that Mia shouldn't be on the show yeah so Mia Thornton got no attention was sitting on the edge of the couch had no questions directed towards her at all and everyone was shutting her down when she would talk because she was 
acting a fool. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Um, it was but, amazing. But yeah, Ultimate Girls Trip reunion. The second Ultimate Girls Trip reunion was incredible. I mean, you had all of the wackadoos <laughs> again. Um, and they're all in good standing with each other. Yeah, more than I thought. I mean, there was definitely some back and forth with Jill and Dorinda throughout BravoCon, apparently. But I felt like they managed that panel pretty well. Um, was there anything from that panel you wanted to bring up? Or it was just incredible to see them all? Because um, famously, the Ultimate Girls trips haven't had reunions. So this was cool to kind of see them come back together and talk about the season you know i just really like that they appreciated um eva and the eva's like stonerness and then vicky of course vicky gunvalson from real housewives of orange county calls her ava oh my god and tamra was like yeah no her name she hasn't and she's like well eva ava whatever and eva's like no it's eva it's always (laughs) been eva it's never been anything else like the whateverness, like she was polite to know who Vicky was to not point out like the whateverness is you dismissing me because of my color, because right. that's what Vicky loves to do. But wait, it was along those lines of like enjoying Eva and um, Vicky had that moment. Oh, shoot. There was something that happened at that panel. Uh, well, we can get into Ask Andy and if yeah. you you. The only other panel worth mentioning, as Casey referenced earlier, was the Ask Andy. I think he did two sessions of this where anyone in the audience could get in line and ask a question within the hour session. So, Oh, it was actually only 45 minutes because I checked it as you were oh. like, standing there. And I was like, oh, shoot, it's not even an hour. Okay. Yeah, actually, because I waited in line. And when I was online with my friends that I made on the line, we were kind of freaking out because we were getting very close to the end of the of the time and we were nervous we weren't going to get to ask a question but luckily I was one of the last people to ask a question and as I had said probably on this pod and definitely many times not on this pod I wanted to get answers about the fact that this season of New York didn't have a reunion so I asked Andy you know to answer the question for once and for all why was there no new york reunion and why does ramona singer get a pass for her racist and anti-semitic comments when other housewives have gone gone fired for much less and you got one of the louder applauses for the for the questions i know i was very excited to just get like you know agreeance for the question in the room um and later I was even more excited because I had asked Casey to record it as well as I recorded as I was talking, but apparently someone else recorded it and it was going like viral on TikTok. I mean, um, I don't know how many people saw it because you can't do that when you're not on TikTok, but I also saw there was a tweet of someone posting the video from TikTok and that that tweet alone got like 50,000 views. So your girl is viral despite the fact that there's no I think I say my name is Michelle but it's not like there's a tag yeah. or I'm going to get credit for it. Well, it you still- also messaged Dumois and they were like Oh yeah, I did message Dumois and said in case people were asking for content. I actually did that for a bunch of Bravo uh, influencers just to see if it would go anywhere. 
And when I sent it to Dumois, she said, um, that was you. I saw that on TikTok. I'm like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was so, very, very exciting. It was very um, The other little bits of information that I remember that kind of happened at the Ultimate Girls panel was oh, yeah. that Phaedra denied her engagement while wearing an engagement ring. Oh, yeah, that was good. And it was like, really? We're not supposed to talk about this at BravoCon? Like, you're such an asshole. Like, I don't. And people want her back actively, and she's most likely I mean, returning. She was great on Ultimate Girls Trip, but people are trying to forget what she did when she was on Atlanta, which was discredit a whole family. Um, she made accusations in, that her friend. Inter- drugged and raped another friend or was acting like or was attempting to and she needed to protect the quote-unquote victim when she just made up the story as a lawyer in the state of georgia she was disbarred for this reason because they were like we'll have this on tape and then it comes to the famous candy burris line the lies the lies yeah i love that gif oh it's so good so then she yeah she's engaged and we're like not supposed to talk about it i was like fuck off phaedra and then also Vicky Gunvalson got dumped by text by her fiance the same day that she like arrived or like the day after she or the day before she came into the ultimate girls trip house. And she, as a like 60 something year old still had COVID. And we know she's like definitely not vaccinated because she's a hardcore Republican from Orange County. And it got brought up on the show. Yeah. And um, so her ex, Steve Lodge, dumped her. And then within like six months, he got engaged to a high school teacher or teacher of some kind who's like Michelle and I's age. And he's like 50 something. Well, no, he's closer to Vicky's age. So whatever. He's like, you know, there's a, a serious gap. Yeah. Um, but then Vicky claims that she has evidence that Steve's already cheating on the current girl wife. <laughs> Which is probably just her making that up because she wants to feel her feel better. But, you know, whatever. I never liked Steve Lodge anyway. Yeah. You're never. I was uh, always Don, and that was always what, you know, Vicky fucked it up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, should we go? Well, I know you had other stuff on your list in terms of headlines that either came out of BravoCon or during Bravo. Oh, well, yeah, just know to mention, like, Garcelle Bouvier from Orange from Beverly Hills probably had one of the highest audience reactions and stuff just in general whenever yeah. she showed up uh there was still like lukewarm activity about erica but not as much hate as you would kind of expect because i think lisa kind of um Took it all shielded that from her um well, we went in- also got a lot of applause every time we saw her yeah um kyle and dorit were big applause draws um but any kind of fringe people that weren't really kind of those OG masters definitely did not get the same amount of attention. And we were very, we wish we could have seen like kind of the behind the scenes of like oh, that, yeah. their reactions of who getting what applause. Cause it was very real time feedback. Yep. Um, and like Dorinda was her own PR machine. She got up and asked Andy and asked when she would be taken off pause. And he <laughs> confirmed that they're most, you know, she's probably going to get, in touch about the real season of new york housewives legacy which is going to be launched of ogs versus them which they did announce this at BravoCon as well is the new cast of real housewives of new york rebooted right with all young girls they're all like in their 30s versus i think one's in her 50s 
got it. The big, big takeaway that this is very exciting, even though we don't really give a shit about Ashley Darby at all whatsoever from Potomac, just because she's such a fucking mess and yeah. she's made all these horrible decisions and whatever. But she hooked up with Luke from Summer House, who was every time we didn't want to see somebody, we ran into Luke. He, was, like, he was chilling at his bazaar. And or just we would we just coincidentally would be like walking around somewhere we're like oh there's Luke again fucking a can we get right. somebody else in here like he's hot though he's obviously yeah, really no, hot he, he's a model so yeah and it just came up that like they were into each other and so that kind of happened and they were all going out to these different things afterwards too because then they would have like an and the event that they would go to and then they, clearly they were all getting food and drinks like after these events together and they're so, all staying at the same hotel which was the Grant Gansport yeah. And, and so if anybody went over to the Gansvore, you got even more of your money's worth than, like, going to BravoCon. People yeah. were saying that, like, Tamara at the Gansvore was overheard saying how much she hated Ramona Singer, which was really fun to hear. Um, Luke, but it was fun to watch Luke and Ashley's progression through the weekend because then when we got to Potomac, she had hooked up. We had seen her on a conversation the day before where she talked about how hot Luke was and they exchanged numbers. numbers. And then the next day, she was like, yeah, we hung out. We spent time with her and her classmates weren't up to date on this hookup yet. So they were like, wait, what's going on? And the whole audience was like, yeah, we know. We've seen video. (laughs) We were at the last panel, too. Ashley was like, there's video? And we are like, yeah, dude, it's 2022. Every single camera near you has a video. And she was like, oh, no. (laughs) It was incredible because yeah there i mean nothing we didn't see anything crazy on video but it was definitely confirmation that they were hooking up but yeah you want to also describe the other thing that happened at gansport um so we didn't see it but over the weekend there was a video that was posted of jennifer aiden from new jersey throwing a drink on someone who works for Joe and Melissa Gorga there's been back and forth whether it was a publicist or a bodyguard or something yeah because if we're going if we're going physicality and stereotype he's a bodyguard yeah we're like there's a a publicist with like a bald head who's 6'2 and like yeah you could you see the video and it's not only does it look like she threw a drink on him it looks like she made contact with her hand to his face and the rumor is she went up to them she did that after Melissa and Joe were talking about Teresa because the famous thing that happened over the weekend was initially there was supposed to be a New Jersey panel, but um, we don't know why, although Andy Cohen confirmed it was both Melissa and Teresa's doing, but they had to take the Jersey women and separate it into two separate panels, Teresa being on one and Melissa being on the other. Because they aren't getting along to that extent. Yeah. So the rumor is they said something about Teresa. Jen is a Teresa. Oh, you know, ride or die and retaliated. So And Jen's a hothead. And and when she drinks, she's a mess. And she's known for doing this before multiple times. Yeah, we've seen it on camera. And it's just so insane. And she's also, you know, this is a deep cut, but she brought her mom, I guess, to some of the events and stuff. So she's talking to her mom again. Yeah, we were, I was happy to hear at least she's talking to her mom. Yeah, we love her. I mean, we don't, well, do we love her husband? I, it's uh, all there. So I don't think we loved her husband after last season. He cheated. We got confirmation that he cheated and now it all makes sense for all of her behavior for the last 10 years. And not only cheated, had her keep it a secret from the family. 
and then it came out recently and then he's mad at her that it came out so well they also agreed she agreed to accept this and move move on on. because she was eight months pregnant when she found out and then she had the baby and she was like i can either like what am i supposed to do i have two kids it was two or three already and this is three or four for her and she was like you know, this is my family. I don't want to give up my family. This would be, yeah. So she made the choice to just accept what occurred and trust that he wouldn't do it again. And it was with somebody that he worked with. And yeah. So that's yikes. cool. Yikes, um, yikes, yikes. What, anything else on your list that we didn't cover? Um, That Cynthia Bailey from Atlanta was coming in fresh off of, what had to be a forced announcement of her divorce because it started as speculation online that her husband was kind of behaving quote unquote badly from the video. It's nothing at all. He's at like a sports bar and there's some party trick that this girl's doing where I think she goes from like guy to guy without touching the floor. And then it comes to him and people are like, Oh my gosh, she's touching this woman inappropriate. Like Cynthia get mad. Oh my gosh, wait, he's not wearing a wedding ring, blah, blah, blah. And then within 12 hours, they both released statements of saying, like, we choose to be friends. You know, we really love and respect each other. It just didn't work out. There's no one to blame. And we're doing this. So I don't even recall. I was trying to, yeah, I was like, this is going to be a tough weekend to go in for her in general. But you said she was there. She was there. We didn't see her. But I saw there was something about her mentioning that Peter has reached out to her since she announced the divorce um that's her ex-husband wishing her well that was the only thing i saw in terms of her response to it there may be more but i don't know we'll see see whether she comes back to atlanta now because she moved to la for him yeah i hope she didn't sell that house but maybe she did because she finally got the house that you know she wants she was creating this life that she wanted and then and then she met him and so she wanted to see where that would go but yeah, man, I feel like that's how my marriage is going to end up, too. <laughs> my non-marriage, my dog right now. I don't know. I'm not. I mean, what a weekend. Yeah. yeah. So that was BravoCon in a nutshell. I mean, there's so much more drama and news that has come out even since we went. But, you know. I can't even keep up. There's it was really be- fun to watch um, the security guard. Oh, did I already mention that at the top? Like reacting to some of the questions. Oh, no, I oh, think I just yeah, yeah, m- yeah. commented that to my coworker today. No, you didn't. It was, yeah, because all the people working there are just employed by the Javits Center. So, like, when they're hearing shady questions from audience members, like, I had sex with your husband, and they're just cracking up because they're like, this isn't Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, this is insane. And the best part, too, was Ashley was like, no, if the, she was like, look, every time that Michael's cheated on me, there's been pictures. So I don't trust that this guy doesn't have pictures. If he had fucked Michael, he would have had pictures. Yeah, there was no, they made no sense at all. It was so, that's classic Ashley Darby. That's why she drives us up a fucking wall. Yeah. And now she's buying a house with her soon to be ex husband under an LLC. So we're looking into it. <laughs> exactly. We did. We're investigating. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the real fun stuff was the fact that Jen Shaw was not invited. She then like went on to Twitter to try and disclaim anybody's um, uh, accusations that she was trying to be a part of the event. Yeah, it was. I mean, she's she really unnerves me. Like, 
here's the thing like Teresa is violent and unnerving um because she's like so strong but she's so but she's stupid yeah that you can deal with it Jen's way more borderline personality and narcissistic and and I'm smarter asked, than Teresa I'm which is even terrifying yeah yeah, when they asked Lisa Barlow if she had spoken to Jen since the arrest or since the plea, she said no and that she felt like she was emotionally manipulated by Jen. And that was like the only thing I got Lisa on the respect level, like where she got my respect because then. What it was- about her Taco Bell order? <laughs> That was all right, but I'm still, I would get other stuff too. Uh, okay. I was like, you're only getting two things to talk about? All right. Well, look at her size. Well, look at her size. She eats four fast food meals a day. What do you mean, look at her size? She can put it away. We're not going to pretend know. that she doesn't eat much. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. was it? It was a cheesy gordita crunch and just a taco supreme, I think. Yes. Yeah. She also said Jewish guys are the best, even though she's not married to one. <laughs> and she converted away from Judaism to Mormonism. So we were like, all right. None of, none yeah. of what you're saying makes sense, lady. Yeah. But she's not the worst. It but was I really. I still like her. Yeah, I find her entertaining. I don't. Yes, she's I don't harmless. Like her, but I find her entertaining. Yeah. 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 We didn't see Casey. Um. Uh. Sorry, Michelle Collins. I don't know why I was going Casey yeah, Rose I don't Wilson. Know if she ended up being there because she didn't post anything, even yeah. though she said she was going to be there. Maybe she got tired too. Maybe she got disinvited. Yeah, we couldn't Ooh. tell. You know who was working what because the moderators were. She should yeah. have moderated something. Like there was not. As I, as they I, I feel like names. all my callouts from the BravoCon one were similar to BravoCon t- two in that the audience questions were always better than the moderator because Bravo audience are just as shady as the housewives. So yeah. they get to the good stuff. But yeah, I think that's pretty much all. I mean, all if right. any other like nuggets come up, we can always circle back. I'm gonna go kill myself now. Yeah, it'll be the only other thing I'll say is, and I saw a meme of this online, is it'll be interesting now watching back all these Bravo shows in a year from now where they have to reference something happened in New York and they can't say it was BravoCon. Why don't you think they can? I mean, that's what the meme said. Whether Whether they bring up BravoCon or not, it'll just be cool to kind of be part of what ends up happening in terms of the drama. Yeah. Because it was, uh, it, I mean, it, it would have changed a lot of the conversations that are current, that like worse. Because then we don't, we, we, Utah's wrapped, but they haven't done the reunion. Right. And Heather I've- and Whitney have gone on Ultimate Girls Trip Thailand together and then come back and then gone to BravoCon and their relationship fell apart again. Right. And now they're going to go to the reunion. Yeah. Is the reunion but- only four of them? Well, I guess we're going to soon be introduced to the friends up. So I guess they'll show up at some point. But no, you're right. Same with Potomac. It just started. So. But even in a reunion, the friends of get their segment, if that, right. but they don't get a couch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was well, worth it. It was an hour of full on entertainment of crying and laughing. Oh, yeah. So. The whole weekend was worth it. I mean, yeah. some of those photo ops were worth the price on their own. I mean, the Goldschneider one was really like, yeah, yeah we're besties. I should have asked if they needed a babysitter for Hudson. Like, I would move back for that. Yeah, seriously. Well, another con under the books. But the good kind of con. And yeah, not exactly. the Jen Shaw kind of exactly. multi-level marketing scheme. Until next time. No MLLL, MLMs here. That was cool. Bad. Later.
<laughs> you want to try that again? Hang up. Ah! <laughs> Bye. <laughs>